switch it up this year though but i'm gonna come with the nice introduction uh that i used to go with but it might change up shit if it ain't broke don't fix it my guy uh, for that what's going down man how you been man <laughs> hey man busy focused <laughs> ain't nothing changed huh nothing same, model, here, same, same model same vision just a different mindset straight up man hey we got an addition to the family okay. so we're inside uh you know for, for those of us who don't know who this person is we're gonna introduce him He's been bottling kind of for his success, especially in season two. You know, he had been kind of behind the scenes and he'd been in support since uh, he found out that we've been doing this whole thing. And, you know, we've been chopping it up with him and he finally was like, hey, it's time for me to make my moves in the podcast space and say, we've been looking to add, you know, more minds, more like-minded people. And he kind of embodies the whole message of what we try to do. So without further ado, welcome in. Travis Garrett. Oh my God. Brody. No. Feels good to be here, man. Dude. Long time. Uh, I ain't got no intro like y'all, but you know, I'm glad to be here, man. It's just, this is a humbling experience, and just like listen to y'all conversations, it's just it's motivational for me, and it, it gives me a new insight on a lot of things to encapsulate through day to day, and it's just it's fresh. Straight up, man. Love it. Love to have you, man. Welcome to the family, obviously. We're happy to have you here. So just first and foremost thing though, it, we, we finished season two back in December 2022. We're in May already, we're halfway there, so a lot of time has been gone. And I know everybody's gonna wanna know what have we been up to. So uh, just first and foremost thing, one, what have you been up to since December up to May? You know, um, not much, not much change. I'm a, I'm a little old, so as y'all might know from last season, um, just working, my day-to-day work, still in corporate America, um, nothing's changed there, still learning my craft in that industry of sales. Um, but additionally, I'm, I, I don't know if I talked about this last season about me getting a house, so getting a house, in a relationship, focused, out the ways, that's kind of what I've been up to, uh, getting closer with family and friends and whoever is your soul circle, just focusing on them, so that's kind of what I've been Trey, for those of the, for those who don't know you and don't know your life story, we always talk about background. So, yeah. just who is Travars Garrett, and what is it that you do, and what has been going on since we left off at season two, so back in December up until now? 
Who is Shamar's character? Jeez, that's a, that's a big one. <laughs> that's, a, that's a kind of a big one right there. <laughs> well, talk I mean, talk. Hmm? talk your talk. Hey, man, I'm trying to. I'm going to humble myself a little bit, though, but Chavaris Garrett is a, is a man of integrity. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm an asshole. But at the same time, um, really, with, with myself, I'm just seeing myself as a humble and like caring man at the same time, recently single at the same time. And I'm just out here living life. Really, I come from a crazy background of a, let's say you could say dysfunctional family, to be honest. And also I come from a background of, I'm now into sales, which I never said I was ever going to be in my life, but doing that. And also I have a construction management degree and just, Black man out here trying to live life. I just say that. Yeah, I hear that. I guess it's on me, right? So, uh, when we left out in December, I was getting through my first uh, semester of being a teacher. I had switched jobs. Um, I had kind of thought and flown around the idea of starting a fragrance company. Now, here in May, we finally got a name. Trey is also part of my first, he's my VP in the fragrance company, Mullet. Um, so we have that, we've got a logo, we've got names, we got samples, so now all that's left is for us to launch it. And in these six months, uh, you know, since December, all has been geared kind of towards that, you know, getting through teaching, getting my kids ready, you know, and really investing and pouring into them, uh, getting the hand paint, and then from there, uh, starting the fragrance blog, fragrance mentor, and then also, you know, trying to make moves as far as understanding what it is to start a business, what it's gonna look like, branding, and promoting it, and so I've just been putting all my energy behind kind of getting the business ready to go. And so now we're in May, and by you know, end of June, hopefully, God willing, you know, we'll be ready to launch and it'll be an official movement. So it's just kind of delving into purposefully and, um, you know, just understanding that you know, this life's not a uh, sprint, a marathon, but you know, just try to get better with every day. Um, obviously, the teaching stuff's going well right now. We literally, at the shooting of this episode, I have one week left and then we're, we're done with school. And then all things point over to that. But, you know, just doing that also, I mean, how could we forget line? Moved. <laughs> so, <laughs> got a new place. So, just been, uh, you know, just full out of adults and really staying busy hustling. You know, even as priorities change, the message and the mindset is still the same. So, remember I told you that in season two, I was like, if you keep going through process, it's gonna it's gonna pan out. And then at that time, you was in a whole different mindset. And fast forward to right now, in present day, it's like you did everything that you told me that you were gonna do, and you went and taking it a step at a time. And that's all you can do in life is take it one day at a time, see how things are going, and then fast forward and just all your dominoes are laid out there now you're you're doing what you told everybody you're going to do so that's that's what you want to do in life and that's how you get there oh also i kind of forgot to mention the same time yeah me and obr started the fragrance businesses and i am vp but he's definitely ceo um i give him all praise i'm just here doing the comp uh, the commentary of things but also i'm a model slash actor and i've been in many many short films plays and a couple movies as well. Um, not Bollywood. I mean, it's Bollywood, but it's like a different version of like Indian Hollywood at the same time. And got trailer out for that. And also, I have a play coming up. It's sending around 
still damaged. It's called still damaged, but it's centered around dysfunctional family at the same time and how life is within that dysfunctional family. That's coming out very soon. Uh, I believe it's on July 15th. That's going to be coming out. We're going to be coming out on that. I like that. Right? So it's gonna be like a TV show or it's gonna be like a It's a stage play, it's a theater stage play that's gonna be happening. And that's and and I'm gonna be one of the main characters in there. And my my role in that character is basically I'm the I'm the one of the baby boys in there and just like you know, I went through a hard time within my life and now we're coming back all together trying to repair the family as best as we can. So just that little sense I'm giving out. I bet she didn't know Tyler Perry actually takes people's skits like that. Mm -hmm. And that's when he started making like, um, not, I think he took the Medea sample from his auntie, but like when he started doing different experiment from Medea, yeah. he took like, I can do bad by myself or something like that from a, a storyline from a skit that somebody wrote or if somebody sent in their history of mm -hmm. what they've been through, if it was, I guess, appealing to our culture. Yeah. I think he made a movie about it. He might have paid him. I don't know, but that's something you should look into. I told my mama to do that. I like my mama's story is like very detrimental of how she grew up and all that. And I was like, you need to write you something. Yeah. Send it over to him. So that's actually dope. And that's and that's also I heard that a lot of times a, a lot about Ty Perry. Um a lot of people put hate on Ty Perry mm -hmm. for like you know taking black stories at mm -hmm. the same time and putting it out there. And I think he does get credit. I'm not too sure on that part, but it's just the fact that, like, you know, he makes money off of people's like yeah. you know, live like that, and a lot of people hate him for that. But I mean, I don't see that too much as a hate thing. It's yeah. just more like you know, y'all just he's just actually telling the story. Right. But I don't know. People see it in a, in a, in a very negative way. The one thing since y'all brought it up. Um, we, we haven't had anybody really been in the acting space. We talk about what it's like kind of being able to navigate and get into making moves yeah. into the acting space. What is that like? What are some of the challenges getting into that? I'm sure some people out there listening to this could be wanting to yeah. get into acting, could be wanting to get into plays or movies or TV. So talk about what that has been like for you and how you make your moves, how you make your mark. Well, I say the way I got into acting was funny enough though. Um, I started, so the way I started doing it, I started modeling first. I started putting a lot of pictures out there on Instagram. Posting myself out there, posting hashtags like every single post and everything, and then a lot of the times like I work with random photographers saying, "Hey, can I shoot with you? Can I do this with you? Can I do that with you?" and everything. And so it it got to that point, and then out of nowhere, I had like a lot of sometimes videographers wanted to hit me up and just like saying that, "Oh, I got the music video I want to do with you, and like I got this idea, we could do a short film together on this." So a lot of my opportunities really came from just posting a lot on Instagram and actually put myself out there saying that I am a model actor because I do have experience in this stuff and just keep going there like back and forth, back and forth and working with so many different people and getting so many different um, references from these people saying, oh yeah, this guy, he's a great, amazing actor, great, amazing model, like, you know, he's open to doing this, this stuff, did that. And so it's just really about pushing yourself out there and social media that helped me do that. That's how I got into my acting. What age did you start acting? Like, when did you say I want to look into this and try to take it to a different level? Oh, I started acting. I say pretty much. Uh, it was some point after 
for sure after college when I wasn't too busy and everything like that. So I say maybe around when I was like 22, 20, 22, 21. That's when I started acting. That's why I, I did like a, I believe my first thing was a theater. I got into theater and shout out Pepper Acting. She was the one that actually put me into the theater and I did the play with her. And that's the, that's the play that's called, that is part two still damaged, but part one was called Damaged Goods. And I started doing that, and then I got to another play, and then another play, and then I got to short films, and then I got to the Bollywood movie, Bollywood music video, and a whole lot of other music videos and films out there, period. And that's how I kind of got my, my start in that stuff. Nah, man, you love to hear it. I mean, and at the end of the day, you go back to something just brought up, which is your digital footprint. You gotta just post, put stuff out there, and kind of be able to cast your net. Once you cast your net, you never know what opportunities could present themselves for you. Right. It's that steady course, and that's what it is with any TV. You know, you talk about like the major, the major show right now is Power. And you talk about Michael Rainey Johnny, Michael Rainey Junior, and uh, Johnny. You know, they talk about all the time is about you just start off doing a whole bunch of different skits, different shows. Yeah. You might flop a few times, but eventually if you stay the course and you get better at your craft. Yeah. Yeah. You want to start to really recognize that and want to actually really work with you. Like, I mean, you got kind of, ta you got talent, you got a unique look to it. Yeah. And it's like, it's hard for, I say it again, as a black man, it is kind of hard for us to actually get out there and, you know, get more roles in that, in that, in that industry because it's more, it's hard to, really put yourself out there in that fact because not a lot of them wants to actually they they have a certain look to it and they look at it in a negative aspect mm -hmm. when they actually go into acting and modeling. You know, there's something you brought up just now actually, the whole thing of black owned or black face, whatever a black face is something and its value kind of being looked at in a in a different lens than just if it's just a regular entity. I remember when uh, we started the business of and people were like, oh, black owned business, right? And mm -hmm. some people took that and it was like, that was a sense of pride. And then other people would look at that and they would ask, is that not maybe cause of a raised eyebrow? So I was like, okay, let me pose it to y'all. The idea of, do you think the fact that, what do you think about people who say, when you add black owned, it could either, like, that has to manipulate the value of it. But it's so like, for example, the Molet. Molet is a business that is owned by African-American male and his VP. They got American as well. So some people will say, oh, why does it have to be about black? Why can't it just be a business? And then other people say, no, you should use that as an advantage too. So what do y'all say about that? Um, I see, so our people look at it as like, why do you have to put, it's a black owned business is because solely because of how, we, how we've been treated over the years. So it's like, I think we're trying to break history and we're trying to do it the correct way as us three were trying to do it. Um, so I, when people come in and say, well, why do you have to add that? It's because solely because of history purposes. I won't go super deep into that, mm -hmm. but it's, I think it's, it can benefit you at the same time because we're, we're coming from the point of saying, well, you can, you're buying Louis Vuitton or Gucci Vuitton, whatever you want to call it, Gucci Vuitton or um, Gucci or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And they've built their name so much, but I think as African-American people, we generate so much revenues for a lot of these Caucasian owners or CEOs or whatever, but we won't pour into ourselves. Our, ourselves. And it's like, it's been so negative on us for so many years that it's like, well, you're gonna fail 
if you get to that standpoint of it because of who you are, but you have to just look at yourself as a different individual. Like people say Kanye, I said that in season two, people say Kanye's tripping about a lot of stuff. He might be tripping on his delivery, but I think where he's trying to get to is the right way. He's just not wording it correctly. Yeah. And I think that's his problem. So for me, I like when African Americans, like it's a black owned business, this is this, we're trying to do it that way because we haven't been treated fairly. Like mm -hmm. we've I was talking to my girlfriend about that, I said, and she's Caucasian. Like, she hates when people look at us differently or how we've been treated. Uh, and I was like, even though she's not ever gonna feel what I felt or what our ancestors felt, she she sees it in her students, how teachers might be like, oh, it's a it's a this or it's a that. She's like, well, why we have to whisper that when it's about a African-American and she's like, that's kind of weird. So yeah, it's a good certain understanding of it at the same time. Yeah, it's a good understanding of it. And it's like, it just depends how you look at it. You know, it's, it's a big conversation that everybody needs to have about it. Yeah. But I don't think it's ever going to be talked about enough. It's never going to be, it's always going to be hushed about at the end of the day until we, until we all, I don't know where we have to go, like Congress or whatever, and get up there and try to change laws. But it, it's an ongoing thing, but I'm proud of y'all for saying y'all want to start doing something like Virgil. Like when he started doing his stuff, there's probably people who shitted on him forever talking about, yeah. don't do this, don't do that, you're never going to get up there. And he got up there. And I will say this, though, I don't think we can't get that out of <laughs> I mean, for me, what, what it all boils down to is I try to take all of the, that hidden stuff out of this business. Mm -hmm. And like when people ask me, oh, well, how do you feel about being this? I'm like, I don't. And I don't because I don't limit myself to any confines, right? Yeah. And if anything, I try to use that to my advantage. So what I say with Molet is, look, Molet isn't just a business or a tagline, right? Yeah, it's right. just a whole movement where, look, nobody in my family, my dad is an engineer, my mom's pharmacist, they both went to medical school, right? My brother's in sales, my sister's in accounting, my other sister's in nursing, and then the rest of our family, nobody owns their own business in my family. So I was like, let me be the first. They yeah. said, okay, well, are you sure you want to go to business route? Are you sure that's what you want to do? Nobody else has done it. I'm like, because nobody else has done it, I want to be the first to say, this is what you have to do. And then being a teacher, having kids, kind of being curious about, hey, what do you do? How you started? We want to know more about that story. I'm like, okay, watch. I'm gonna let y'all see this from the jump. And this is where people with social media and learning how to be vulnerable and learning how to like say, okay, I, I'm not a big fan of putting my, my life on social media, but you do have to let people see the journey of like, hey, it's not just once you launch it, you make the hundreds of thousands to millions. Nah, it starts off with just an idea and you build upon this idea. And then as you build upon it, as you keep on putting in work, you network, you meet people, and then they want to tag them off for a ride and also they want to help you. Right, me getting the logo, getting the sign, that was all because I was going around doing random stuff with making, like having people smell fragrances and trading one of them. And then one guy was like, hey, I like what you're doing. Hey, let me introduce you to this dude who makes uh, graphics, M3 graphics, my boy Soren. Right, he's like, hey, I'm gonna make your uh, logo for you. Boom, hit us with the logo, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Then find someone who was gonna make shirts, someone gonna, and so on and so forth. So it's a matter of, look, at the end of the day, I'm trying to be a living embodiment of if you just stay the course, you stay the process, and if you just believe in yourself, you do what you're supposed to do, it can happen, anything yeah. possible. And I've seen, just to say how it's a, it's a little start, but it's progress. I've seen so many people wear your fragrance shirt 
already. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know you gave the t-shirt. <laughs> Me either. I was like, because <laughs> I wore it one, <laughs> one day, and I was like, okay, I like how they how they fit my arms. So I was like, okay, I like how it's gonna feel. Once I get my pump, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna like this t-shirt. Yeah. Then I seen the two or three more people walk in. I was like, like, oh, he, he doing the marketing, man. So like, well, he doing it the old fashioned way, and he doing it out of the mud. Like, cause I told him, I said, there's gonna be so many doubters in your corner that that's in your corner who loves you because of it wasn't the foundation that they went through. So it's like, you can't please everybody that you love, and whoever it is that you have to go your course, cause at the end of the day, we all grown men, and the only way we gonna make it. Because eventually our parents are going to be like, well, they did. It was like, we're not paying for them no more. So up. for me, I was like, okay, once they told me that in 2019, I appreciate what you're saying, but I got to I gotta see this for myself. If I go your route and it did not work, Yeah. are you going to pay for all my stuff? No. Right. So I was like, I'm going to go into sales. I had experience from a, from a standpoint of internships, but I was like, it wasn't giving nowhere, so I had to start ground zero again, and then I worked my way back up. Mm-hmm. And that's what Obi's doing, and that's what you're doing. I'm like, keep going, and then we're surrounding ourselves with like-minded people, what Obi said off camera. And it's like, when you're surrounding yourself with people with a like-minded situations or career set or mindset, physical, spiritually, emotionally, it's going to make you go home and be like, why am I going to the club? Yeah. Why am I doing all this stuff? Like we live in Houston where this is just party city. So it's like, you can, I tell a lot of people, you can come out here if you want to and get caught up in that. You're going to really lose yourself. Mm-hmm. And once you lose yourself, it's over. So that's why I applaud y'all. Like, y'all told me something y'all want to do. Yeah. And y'all stuck with it. And I'm like, y'all better than me. <laughs> y'all look at me sometimes and be like, I like what you're doing. I look up to y'all and I'm like, y'all starting something. And I'm like, that gives me motivation. But okay. Do I like fitness? I love fitness, but I don't like the posting consistently or yes. I'm not really liking Instagram anymore. So y'all are motivating me to be like, you know what, L, you pay for this thousand dollar camera, get back on it, get your eating habits right, finish this cut, do it right. And how y'all go to the gym in the mornings, y'all, y'all don't know how much y'all are motivating me every day without me saying it. So mm-hmm. that's why I say you, the goal to me an influencer is if you can change one person's life, that's what you want. So. And the really quick piggyback off what you said, influencer, it's pretty much like now, instead of you being an influencer, you're more of a leader. A leader. Instead yeah. of being an influencer, when you impact that person's life, having an impact on a group of people is the greatest quality of being a leader. Instead of being an influencer, you just kind of navigate people to get this. But if you navigate people to get this and also gain a higher mindset and being a better person, that's and then when you're the leader, you and people follow you, if you can use that for good, that's the key. Because I've seen so many people who yeah. have the Facts. the high status, this and this, and then they just lose in touch with reality. Yeah. And I pray to God that if I ever get there, I don't lose frame of my thought process. Same. And then I can help others. Like, it was this one guy at the gym yesterday. He was like, man, I just want to say you look really good. And I'm like, I appreciate that. And then... I'm not going to shun him. Mm-hmm. Like, I always call everybody big dog because I want them to know, like, just because yeah. I might be bigger than you, I don't want you to think that I'm going to try to overpower you because that's not me that's until you make me initially mad. But at first, I'm all about love and positivity and growth. Mm-hmm. But if 
it doesn't always work that way, but yeah, and then get that leader in. And then also the same thing, like that's what I do at the same time. Like a lot of people saying that, damn, I want to be just like you. I'm like, no, you're <laughs> way better than me. Yeah, I, sure. Like I, there's some things I need to change, but I say all the time, be better than me. There's no being like me. There's only, I'm me, that's it. Yeah. So be and better than me is. and you can easily go that way. Right. But speaking on to the uh, point of being like a black owned business at the same time, mm-hmm. I see it, it is a positive aspect of it, um, being black owned, but it's also, um, it's, I see it, it's, it's, it's been said way too much. Um, sometimes, if it's like something that's black owned and it's very impactful, like I said, like towards like, you know, bettering us at the same time, then that's great. If it's not, it's like, all right, it's, it's black owned, I guess, that's cool. And you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just, all right, I'm here for it. I'm, I'm glad you're doing your thing and everything. But I don't see it as very important, um, and if it's not impactful, it's not. It doesn't have a good impactful message. It doesn't have a good impactful like uh, life changing thing to people. Like I see that. I see that more being a better version of being black owned. That's how I see black owned things. Nah, nah. All this has been bothering me. I mean, I think at the end of the day, what we talked about is. Know, leadership and utilizing your leadership for good instead of evil, utilizing it in the right way and not yeah. being a, like I've always hated the word influencer like uh, that word makes me cringe and people are like why do you not want to have influence why do you not want to be known as that I'm like because it's not about making people do something or it's not about me trying to get someone to buy a product like you said it's about look if what I do helps you become a better person if it helps you change habits then cool I'm all for it, yeah. doing my job, right? But if it's a matter of you being an influencer means that I gotta make you feel like you you aren't good enough as a person, or you have to be different, right? You have to change the way that you look, you have to change the way that you walk, the way that you, nah, that's not what I'm about. Because we all are unique, we all are our own individuals, and at the end of the day, our life experiences are gonna be different. Right. So you should never try to be someone else, you should maybe try to be the best version of yourself, and you can take on people, take on the wisdom of people's experiences and say, okay, I like what this person did, I like what this person does, let me learn from this person and then be able to take my own little spin. That's all I feel like being a leader is about, is being able to pour into people in the right way. And as well, I've been telling L and Trey, like being a teacher really truly like makes you a better person. Like in terms of, you have a young mind, right? Who's very moldable and very impressionable. So you really have to hold yourself accountable because people are looking up to you. And you don't even realize it. Like, I'll be walking into my school or I'll walk in the gym and Coach Oldman, uh, could you teach me how to do this? Or I saw this and on your podcast one time, I listened to this and I, I've been doing this ever since. Or hey, I did this, remember you talked about that? I'm like, dang, I didn't realize you were paying attention to that. <laughs> right? And it's that little stuff of like, all right, hey, you never know who's watching. Or me and Trey, Trey was the one who put me on coming to the gym in the morning, right? He's like, hey, five o'clock and I'm like man my brain is not not ready to get out of here with that five o'clock shit man like my my brain is to do that and then all of a sudden it was like look health and wellness we talk about that all the time I was like look I'm tired of going to the gym after work I'm drained I'm tired I was like all right babe let me see this five o'clock shit and so then I I I was doing it for like three days I'm like all right this ain't that bad now I almost I can't go to the gym in the afternoon. Like I'm like I gotta do it. And people look at me like you don't see you no more. It's like because I'd rather go in the morning, get the workout out the way. And then also you feel like you you kind of are tackling your day earlier and you get more stuff done earlier. Then you you get through work and then you can do something else if you choose to. Not dang I still gotta go to the gym. All right, no, now I can. I want to go to the gym because I have the energy to do it. 
right? Or if you need to go run errands, you got that to do after work. So I see like a lot of entrepreneurial people in the gym in the morning and I'm like, that might be a lifestyle hack of trying to clear out the rest of your day and then it keeps you on the go, keeps you active. So, yeah. I mean, that's what it's all about. And then one guy was like, man, I see you come at five in the morning. Maybe I should start doing it. Like not just an L, but like, you just never know who's watching you. So that's the thing. You always try to do the right thing. And if people are adopting the same mindset, the same discipline, then that's also called. That's what The Rock was saying. And um, who did he just have an interview with? Um, with Channing Crowder. And then he, had a, he basically said he wakes up at four or five in the morning, mm -hmm. works out, and then do what he has to do. But like, think about how long we go to the gym oh, every day of a week. We might be there from two hours to three. I'm saying three max is whatever. Yeah. But we do that five to six times a week. So it's like, if we can do that in the morning, then go do our real jobs, and then you get off at three or 2.40, or I get off at four or five, you have six, seven, eight, nine, four hours by yourself just to just decline if you want to, mm -hmm. or if you have the ability to say, okay, I'm gonna go take a nap for an hour after work, wake up, do something on my computer, or meal prep or whatever, you're you're using more hours of the day to yeah. plan out your life, and then you get in the regiment, and you get in the routine of like, okay, I can do this 5 a.m. And I'm waking up instead of at 8.30, 5. And them three hours now is that I would have been asleep. I knocked out my workout. Now I get them three hours back in the end of the day. So it's prime time at that time. Yeah. And then let's just say also being in Alpha Land, it's less cameras, bro. Compared to in the <laughs> afternoon time, it's, cam it's camera city. But in the morning time, it's like maybe you see like a few cameras, but it's not hindering you from getting all your stuff you need to get done. And it's also really, you're cons like when you start doing it consistently, you build a mentality of, man, I got to, like Obi said, you got to like, it make you get after it. Okay, get this done. I've got my whole day. I get my work done. And then I got errands I can run. I can do so many other things. It make it opens up a, a different mentality as well too. You can wake up in the morning um, that early in the morning. I, what I do, I wake up early in the morning. I will go walk my dog, and then when I'm done walking my dog, get myself ready. I'll meditate for like about five to ten minutes, pray at the same time, and then I once I walk out my walk, walk out my house, I'm just happy and awake and just. I have so many people come to me and talk about meditation and mm -hmm. I can't, I haven't been able to click my brain to get into it, mm -hmm. but like I've heard so many believers like you and people who talk on it and it's mm -hmm. like it, it plans out their day so, I'm big on sage in my house, I've been sage in like probably a year, mm -hmm. but um, when I was, I was really strong on the sage in my house and praying and then walking around it and it did kind of give you a peace of mind and the mindset of like yeah and this and like you getting your steps in walking your dog you put me on the lemon water in the morning mm -hmm. and now i drink that day there i don't even drink water normal now so yeah. it's, like, <laughs> it's like it's just about taking i think at our age and our mindsets that we're at now like we find beauty and things like somebody who was on twitter like oh i get happy now for a vacuum or something we get happy about stuff like, we actually do damn we didn't know we feel like old we got old souls man it's we have the ages like that we still in our 20s but because of growth yeah that's growth and, and, and people always talk about us being way older than what our age is because we all have old souls we all don't like really being out like that family oriented but i think at the end of the day what it comes down to is that 
Exactly. As you get older, with time, you get wisdom. The wisdom is you have to really have a strong connection, mind, body, and soul. You have to have a strong mind, especially if yes. you're going to tackle all these different ambitions. You who's in sales, who's leveling up. You got a house, got a relationship. Thinking about maybe other things. And then for Trey, he's got acting, he's got modeling, he's doing sales as well, business. And then me, I mean. I don't even like thinking about all the shit I do, but you know, it, it's all <laughs> it's stressful, but it's, 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 it's like, great. It's, it's great because it's great. It, you have the opportunity. And like, my thing is, if I just keep on working and stay in the process, and everything is built upon itself, I look back at where my mindset was and what I had, like when I met London and Trey just that, at 2021, you know, when we first got in Atlanta now, and how we evolved and changed, and how we see life differently. And I'm like, this is just the beginning. And we have a lot of time really to be able to build upon it. And so me, I love being able to tap into the limitless potential of the unknown, right? Being able to say, look, we get better every single day. And like you talk about, it starts off with just waking up in the morning, living a healthy lifestyle, expressing mm-hmm. gratitude. Hey, I'm grateful to be healthy yes. and to have a new day. And then you tackle the day with the right mindset. You know, how many times do people wake up and they're like, man, I go to this bum job that I don't like. I have to go to the gym. Nah, man. I get to get up, I get to go to work, I yes. get to make money, I get to go to the gym, I get to have a new day with a fresh slate to be able to tackle all the obstacles. You know what I'm saying? That's what it's all about. I like how you said that. Like, because a lot of us complain about going to work, going to the gym, Facts. breathing. <laughs> <laughs> like, when we, like, we wake up, a lot of people wake up and think, like, that's just everybody in the world gets that. Not everybody in the world gets that. So, that was that was deep. Man, I miss my little. This is like only Ben session. Straight up, hey man, it feels good. Straight up, I was over here Jesus. Like, Speaking okay. of Ben, this is a perfect segue, and we ain't gonna go to. We, we really had a great first episode this season. But <laughs> Jesus, this one is thing we did talk about though throughout most season two was what word? Relationships. Yeah, bad and dating, right? So (laughs) it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a four inside episode if we didn't talk about how all of what we've been talking about kind of ties into this whole dating relationship dynamic. You know, we have many more things we're gonna talk about this season for sure. But just uh, you still in a relationship? I'm single. Trey single. We talked about what is y'all's perspective on current dating landscape at this moment as y'all see it, and where are we at? Hmm. That's a that's a good question. That's a that's a loaded question. I think dating is kind of what you make of it. Mm. At the end of the day, um, we have a lot of resources and people in the world that are guiding males and women in the wrong direction. I think um, the best way that I can soak it up from being in a relationship is. As much as Instagram and social media has been beneficial for me, mm-hmm. or just that it can be for anybody, it's also hindered our mindsets tremendously. Like, people don't think you can do anything outside of social media. Like, mm-hmm. imagine, like, I see so many people older than us, like our parents, they won't pick up their phone for days. And I'm like, man, and like, my, my friend's mom, I walked into his house, she was sitting on the thing. Blinds open, she was doing a Sudoku puzzle. Mm-hmm. I don't think nobody in our, in our generation would do that. And I was like, she found an extreme Yo, amount of peace that's crazy. off of just sitting there and just doing that. Yeah. And I'm like, we all need that, but I think everybody doesn't have a mind of their 
on kind of what you said about the social media piece. If I'm an influencer, I'm not here to make you do what I do. I'm here to make you take a piece of what you were probably lacking mm-hmm. and put it into your regimen or your day-to-day life. Don't be me now, because you can't be me, mm-hmm. but be Cindy or be Charles or whoever mm-hmm. and take it, oh, I like what Obi, or I like what Trey did, or I like what London did, and it's making me stay on the course of focusedness, and I'm adding that to my regimen of my day-to-day. So. I don't like the dating aspect in it anymore, but if my advice to everybody is don't look for it, mm-hmm. and it will come, mm-hmm. and always know in a relationship is going to be ups and downs. Mm-hmm. Um, there's going to be a lot of tension, there's going to be a lot of fights, there's going to be a lot of, but it's about how you communicate in your relationship. Mm-hmm. It's about how you work things out. Are you stubborn? Is she stubborn? And if you have both of those, then you have to figure out a different angle of that. And I've, I went through both sides of those, and I've also went through people who are too clean, or I went through people who is, you're never gonna get a perfect woman, or you're never gonna get a perfect man. Mm-hmm. And once we start realizing that, and that goes into the unconditional love, it's like, once you start realizing that, we'll be in a better state, but I think all these young men and young women, but should be, 30-year-olds and 30-year-old men and women. So they'd be worse because they're more rigid. They're more rigid on their standpoint because they got all this life experience. Now they get broken like them. They take them, they bring them their shattered pieces onto somebody else and they expect you to fix it. Like, and then they try to little bro to 25 or 26 like, you don't understand. No, you don't you understand. You don't understand. So, I mean... I can. I would love to hear y'all's perspectives on it being the single ones. Me not being the single. Uh, me being. <laughs> bro. <laughs> okay, so, so another thing that a thing I did not mention in December. Um, yeah. In January, it happened. Me being recently single at the same time, mm. and learning from my mistakes on and mistakes and good things that came from that. Yeah. Uh, I said the dating pool out here sucks. <laughs> it sucks at, at times, at other times, it doesn't really. It's, it's really beneficial to me. Um, I mean, it's hard not to be beneficial when I'm just doing my thing out here. Um, but, <laughs> go ahead, I'm say, why do you think it sucks? And why do you think it could be good? But why do you think it sucks first? I think it sucks because at the same time, I miss having that aspect of being just like straight tied down and just not out here, like not not really out here looking, but just like going Your back mind. and forth and like um, going out here, going out there. I'm like, yo, I want to just lay back and chill. Come over here and just chill with me. I, I don't need to go out with you, nothing like that. I don't need to have these impressions with you. I'm like, I'm done. I'm, I feel old. I feel t- I'm tired of this. That's why I say it sucks, but it's also good because um, no, I'm not here to do my thing. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of liking it. <laughs> but no, that's 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 real. Like to me, off the standpoint of I don't want to have to have that overly. I have to oversell myself with a new woman. Yeah. Versus I've been with a woman for this long. She knows me. Yes. I did that when I was younger, and it's like I. Just, Peace of mind, basically saying is I come home, I can just sit down. I gotta really be worried about if I'm arguing with a new girl or is she getting mad at me for not replying. You already knew your old ways of it, and you know that, as I've told you offline, it's Mm -hmm. something you have to deal with. But at the same time, I love that you get to go out here and 
do what you have to do and figure out life for yourself to be like, I need to see this. The grass ain't green on the other side as I once thought was. And yeah. you saw me in season two. I was damn near single in season two. And it was like, <laughs> I've had my fun, but it was like, now I can come home now. I can just sit down. I don't really worry about nothing. And to be honest, this one time I went, I think I told Obi on this. I just didn't tell you, Lon. Um, one time I was going out with this one girl. I was supposed to go out with her. And what happened was she was late, like 20 minutes late. Mm. I canceled that day. Like, really? Yes. Where y'all go? We were supposed to go just go out and eat some ramen. And like she was, like she, like she, um, she mis- said she mistakenly um, said that, oh, I read the message wrong. I thought you meant like, you know, how long would it take for you to get ready? Of course, I'm not <laughs> saying that how long would it take you to get ready. I'm saying how long would it take you to get there. Yeah. And you going to say, oh, I'm 20 minutes out now. So I'm like, that canceled. So she called me after the fact, um, saying like, I'm so sorry. Well, we can go somewhere around the area. I'm like, okay, let's try this one place. She's like, no, nah, I had that earlier. Why don't we try to go out somewhere else? I'm like, no, nah, let's do another day. Yeah, you making recommendations and you late. Yeah. You should have been on like, the you been, like, I know I was late, but I, I expressly told you like, the reason why I was late. You talking about you have to still get ready. I'm like, okay, cancel this thing. I'm, I'm not doing this. I'm tired. I do think men need to... It sounds bad and y'all go whatever, I don't care. I told y'all this season, that's just raw cut out. I ain't got nothing to lose. <laughs> um, I think a lot of men need to start holding women accountable more. Um, do I think we're wrong in a lot of situations from the cheating aspect? Yes, I do think a lot of us men are wrong about that. That's true. But I think a lot of women run with that now and they put it on everybody every male, every this, and when they're wrong, they don't take accountability for their actions. Mm -hmm. And they want men to overdo, and they're not, I've always said, they're not coming up to par. They're not coming up to par. So for me, I'm big on, I like that you did, because some men would have been like, oh, I'll wait here until she show up. Now, if if that was flipped, she'd say, you're wasting my time. You're not, um, you're not respecting me yeah. for my like my time, my whatever you want to call, call it. I don't know. I want to break that down, but basically, you're you're not respecting her time, and yeah. it could have been World War Three for you. Mm-hmm. But when it was you, it was I'm sorry, and let's move on. Then you you even was man enough to say, well, we can go somewhere right here, and she said no. That would have been a deal breaker for a woman too. So I just yeah. think more men need to be like that, and like I don't need you, I want you. Yeah. And that's how you get women to cooperate. Yeah, also, funny enough, one chick I was talking to real quick as well, um, that she told me that she had posted a post saying that, like, um, more men out here need to be um, single and sad. I'm like, what? Single and sad? Yeah, single and sad. I agree. Why? Why? I love you agree. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I want to finish. I want to finish. Context of the story. Yeah, but uh, like pretty much, like she was telling me that it's like, yeah, but y'all out here, like you know, cheating everything. I'm like, I understand that, but you also have, you also have like some men, out, some men out here who learn that lesson. But she's like, nah, I don't see that. But like, but you, but she's the one who's going out a lot every day. And I feel like I'm telling the truth. The guys you date, and you talk, <laughs> yeah, are out here cheating. That part. Put that on all of the ones that you talk that part. To that's fair but that could Let's also I agree men should should go through that sad time I agree no that's, that's fine I agree. cause I went through that cause I went I went through that for two years 
And that made me a beast. I was like, oh. Put that dog in because now you, you got nobody else but yourself. You yeah, learn how to be comfortable. <laughs> you have to learn how to be comfortable by yourself and alone. Like people think, oh man, that means you're isolating yourself. That's good. I love it. I yeah, love you, got, you got to isolate yourself for a good minute. And maybe that's our, maybe that's people say that that's our problem, that we love isolation. I'm like, because I get to be with my thoughts, my own creativity. That's when I get to really get my think thoughts. I don't got to talk to nobody. Straight up. And me and Obi are real similar in that way. Like, mm-hmm. Obi's are think. I didn't think nobody could overthink me. Overthink <laughs> like crazy. I'm like, yo. Like, no. and, and, and that's what it's like. We're very, like, y'all have your own place. Like, now I'm in, I'm sharing my place, but it's, mm-hmm. it's a beauty on both ends of it. Mm-hmm. But it's like some days you do want to come home and be like, I don't want to hear nothing but the ceiling thing. And, I, and, so, and I had both aspects at the same time. So it was like, man, I miss this, but I'm, it's just peaceful, quiet isolation. I'm like, oh, oh that's yeah. <laughs> it, it, it feels good right now, but then, it, like I said, going back, to, lonely, yeah. yeah, I feel I'm like, damn, man, kind of just need somebody else with me. This is like, hey, can you, can you um, handle this for me real quick? Can we go ahead and do this over here? But I guess it's my time. I mean, well, honestly, <laughs> honestly, I think I think Ellen Trey would be much. I think they'll be proud of how much I've grown. You know, since December, because I me mean, and their accounts themselves, they they thought I lost cause. They thought love was impossible for me. I actually am much. More, <laughs> <laughs> I'm much more balanced uh, in my mindset and my approach now than I was back then. I think main thing how I see dating is that it is what like when they said it's kind of what people make it. And what what does that mean, right? We all want something out of dating and out of being a legend. First of all, we want someone to compliment us, not to fix us, not to really repair us, but we want someone who's a compliment. I think what happened when we got out of COVID, a lot of people's truth started coming out and really honestly, it was a war we talked about. Mm -hmm. We were throwing shots. Women were saying, men ain't shit, they're cheaters, they don't want to work. A lot of dudes are bums, yada, yada, yada. All that verbiage was coming out. So that was the shot from the woman's side. From the man's side, they're calling women the S word. They're saying, oh man, all these whatever, insert word you want to call women here. So then you have male and female. Now the truth and all the ammunition has been put on the table. Now it's a matter of everybody. If you are still out here single with all this information, you have to look in the mirror and check yourself. Oh, yeah. And I think that's what people are starting Ooh. to, the people who have been able to do it and who want to be in relationships are in relationships, put simply. Right, the people who aren't, it's who are still word. single and who are still out here complaining, I think they really have not done that reality yeah. test or that reality check in the mirror of, man, why haven't I been able to find somebody? Is it because I'm not putting myself out there if I'm a woman or a male? Is it because I'm not meeting the right people? Am I not networking enough? Am I not using the digital footprint? Because I don't, mm-hmm. I don't go anywhere already off rip. So then maybe dating laps have to be what I have to do. Or am I not giving people the legit chance that they need, the genuine chance that they need? I'm already coming into it thinking it's gonna fail, so then naturally I'm gonna shoot myself in the foot. I'm gonna shoot my partner in the foot. That could have been the person for me, right? At the end of the day, everyone has to take inventory on themselves, and that also another thing going back to accountability. I, I, I think London said men should hold women accountable. I agree with that, but I think women need to hold their friends accountable, just like they expect men to hold. You said women should hold their friends. friends. Yeah, women should hold women friends accountable, right? If you know your girlfriend is out doing something she's not supposed to do, this is why my dad and I were talking about this yesterday, 
you have friends who are single and you're in a relationship or you're whatever. How do you think the significant other should handle, say you have a girlfriend and she goes out with her friends, they're single. Mm-hmm. All right, babe, I'm just gonna stay at home. You gonna have fun with the girls mm-hmm. or you don't even want her being associated with the single girls because you know how they mm-hmm. how they portray themselves versus a woman might be like, I don't want you with your little guy friends that I know that you talking about getting all these women and this and this. How do you handle that? <laughs> you That's know, the question. Straight up, I got you. So, I play both sides. This is what I say. This is what I say. Right? First off, whatever you whatever you want, you have to then be willing to give it in the time, right? So, if you want to be the one to say, I'm going to go out with my friends, don't get mad if your partner says that they want to go out with their friends. You can't, can't be a hypocrite about it, mm-hmm. right? Even if you don't like the friend group, if you're going to be the type to say, hey, I'm going to, me as a guy, I'm going out with London, Trey, Chris, Blake, whomever, then I will be with out, and my woman wants to go out with her friends, if I'm the type of not out. Now, where I, I see it becoming a problem is, if you don't trust your woman, mm-hmm. then that's not the person for you. So at the end of the day, like I, I've told every girlfriend I've had, I wouldn't be with you if I didn't trust you. So we've already got past that whole barrier of, can I trust this one? If I say that I could be in a relationship with you, I can at least trust you enough to not go out there and embarrass yourself first and foremost. You're the one who's going to deal with the consequences and then in turn embarrass me. Yeah. Right? Now, if, you, if you're a person who I deem not trustworthy being able to go out without me being there 100% of the time, then you know, it's one of the things I probably wouldn't be with the person. But if, if it's a matter of that friend group, you got to meet the friend group. You got to know who they're networking with, right? You got to know who they're going out with. And then if it's like, hey, <laughs> that's the conversation y'all got to sit down and have. Like, hey, oh, man. They have not the best habits. And a woman who has empathy and respects what you're saying, say, I can see that. All right. I'll probably Ooh, along say on less. Them, right? Say less. <laughs> uh, truly, say less. A woman who really I, I feel Respect. I, respects and love. It's not it's not forcing her. Because I always say you always have a choice. Just choice no, you just always choice. have a choice. I'm, I'm just jotting down in my head how you like me, it was like if I you do have I'm never wanna be that guy to be like, you ain't going nowhere, you're not going that's yeah. never gonna be me. Facts. You can do what you want. I'm just letting you know. And they're gonna be like, well, that's kind of what's the word? They'll say, um, it's an inherent answer to what you're saying. Like, you're kind of like threatening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're threatening. Like, you threaten our relationship. I'm like, no, no I'm, I'm, just, I'm just giving you uh, some social advice. Like, this is your option. option. I have the, I have the right to say, mm. I don't like that person you're around because I know what that person brings. Straight up. And if you continue to say, well, I want to be around them, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say well, that's a deal breaker for a relationship. But if I see continuous problems coming to our relationship in our household or whatever because you're hanging out with that's going to make me say I told you this four weeks ago now I'm getting mad because you're not listening <laughs> and that's where my anger would come well, out my bad well, what I'll say is where that thing comes at is okay fine you want to stay with friends with that person fine but then if I have to hear because this, <laughs> this is the main thing but that, 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 that ends up coming to rear his head right is oh, as man. a guy a guy's main thing is his I, I'm big on my peace of mind cannot be hindered with at all, right? So if you have a friend who has habits that aren't conducive to being whatever, right? And then all of a sudden I hear, hey, man, hey, man, I heard, you know, I heard your girl was out with Shorty and they were doing this with these guys. It's like, you put me in the pickle, man. You put me in the pickle and then I'm right. like, damn, 
know mm-hmm. who that person you is. Looking back, I know who that person is. Yeah. You over here. And that's what I gotta deal with. And now I gotta sit, I gotta sit there with the way I think. And man, this should do that, this not. I don't I don't know, I ain't see it. Now I, it's about a matter of how strong our bond is. For me, that. if I gotta think like that, it ain't worth my peace of mind being hit with, so I'll probably cut your ass off. And sure. that's and that's, that's what my OB got. I'm quick at not that I want to throw it in the ocean yeah. it's what Obi said I like I've seen my peace at mine being single yeah so when I and that's why I say being in a relationship is what you make of it because yeah. it's gonna be highs and lows and how I said it was just cause you have highs I almost told myself when I was single I said I don't like the lows so I'll just keep my peace of mind as single mm-hmm. and Forget them highs. We don't even got to worry about highs. I get my highs from something else because mm-hmm. I can't deal. I can't deal with the lows. So I can't be. I can't deal with the lows of something someone else brought. My lows exactly. that I deal with as an individual are, are brought upon me, and I got to take accountability for them. But when yeah. it's a matter of someone else is causing me not to have peace, not that that can't happen. I, I work to this point to gain my peace of mind. I work hard. You all work. hard hard like dogs to try to provide for ourselves to be able to create a lovely peace and so then for someone else to come and hinder it forget how many times maybe they can help them low times you're like bro i don't need this shit and, and i think that's where that's where <laughs> that's where your patience really gets tested like i mean because drama is bound to happen like you said fights and disagreements yeah. are bound to happen but even the way a, a, a partner goes about a disagreement with you like Y'all both know the, per- the last person I talked to, she was really good at, hey, if we disagreed on something, she knew how to communicate to me. And I, that's why I'm like, I've seen that experience and I'm like, dating can be healthy if you're with the right person. Yes. And that's what it's all about. You have to still be your true authentic self, but at the end of the day, having someone who you're compatible with, they don't gotta be perfect, they don't even gotta be into everything that you're into, but someone who really has strong communication and empathy that that goes miles and that's always something I've been big on and seeing that play out I'm like oh yeah that's the right way now see I haven't had too many issues with the um with the single friends but I just hear a lot but now that now that I'm not in a relationship and I and I'm talking to some of these females mm-hmm. and at the same time like they're telling me about their friend group and everything I'm like why don't you just cut them Oh, like Straight what's wrong? Like what's wrong with you? Because women can't be alone. I, I know, but at the same time, but the same, I'm like, look, here's what I'm gonna give you. It's better for you to be alone instead of you trying to be locked up and like, oh, just like, oh, they're not us. And all 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 and these are all associates. If they're your real friends, they'd be coming for you, they'd be coming to you for like better things for yourself instead of you instead of them coming to you with crazy issues like that's not a friend that's gonna come to, like it's inconvenient for them yeah it's keeping for them now you you have all this stress because guess what you're dealing with the friends issues that you should never be dealing with me exactly you know being that i was the guy friend to a lot of girlfriend groups Right, I seen it firsthand. I'm like, really, uh, first and foremost, y'all really aren't friends like that for real. Y'all really are in competition with each other. And, and when always. I say it, it's like, what are you talking about? Or like, when I get them, like, what are you talking about? I'm like, look, y'all are friends, and everything is all good until y'all want the same thing. 
Then watch how catty y'all get whenever y'all want the same dude, y'all want the same opportunity, the same job. Y'all will stab all y'all. But when, but when we do it at the same time, it's like, oh, you, yeah, all right, go ahead, do your thing, bro. I ain't made it on you never. It's that because I think for guys, and y'all can correct me if I'm wrong, there's an inherent understanding like there could be physical confrontation that comes with snaking somebody. Like life or death. Yeah. Up, right? Time, if someone sure. snakes you, right? If this is your boy. Right, and then someone's and he snakes you to get a job opportunity. Hey, there's consequences that yeah, come along. It ain't gonna stop it's like, yeah, bro. Yeah. Really, especially over like, female, whatever the case. I mean, think about there are empires that have Troy fell because of a woman because dude shook his hand and then his brother went and stole the woman. You know what I'm saying? And think of all the different things that have happened in life because someone pretended to be your friend and then ended up snaking you in the end. Like for women, they're a little bit more passive and that's not right or wrong, that's just what it is. Yeah. Right, so as a result, it's like, yeah, I'll be your friend and I'll go out with you and then I'll say, ooh, wait, we want the same dude. Mm, okay, I'm gonna back door. You know what I'm saying? And so just being able to be mindful of who really has the best interest at heart. You know, at least I would say, just be mindful of the consequences of everything. You have a choice, everybody has a choice to do the right or wrong thing, right? But if you know this is gonna make your partner upset or this is gonna possibly cause strain, that's the only thing you have to really be mindful and cognizant of is what is really the consequence and is it worth me possibly hindering something good over this little momentary, you know, like high that I'm gonna get by going out, by going to the club, by getting lit, you know, or by, you it know. Sucks. It's, it's dumb, uh, it's like this, it's, it's, it's done, it's done, it's done and done. When you've done it so many times, it's like there's, there's a point in time where you know you should have been stopped this. You yeah. should have been changed your life around and settled yourself down. Right. Just leave this, lay back, go out and date, but you ain't got to go out, out to try to find, like if you go out, out to the club to try to find somebody, then you look in the wrong place. It's not going to the club. Like you can go to like, like, oh yeah, he tell me you go to bombshell or something. Yeah. Like, That's cool. Like something's on that level scale to me for right now is the highest I got to go or just a nice little bar pub, whatever. And you can, you might run into a girl one day and then you might just chop it up and you might not even be disrespectful. It was good talking to you, man. If I run into you again, I run into you. But you, it. you take care. And that girl gonna be like, dang, why he didn't ask for my number? Because once you're so in tune with yourself, like Obi, like you, y'all are running a business, you guys are still working, mm-hmm. I don't have time for you, honestly. I'm giving you my time. Yeah. So it's like, I'm not here anymore for your private area anymore. I'm in here for, <laughs> if that presents us, don't get me wrong, I want, I want, every guy wants that, every woman yes. wants that. Let's, let's get that off the table, though. Oh, we, but do I need it? I don't need it. I and don't then, need so it's like a lot of guys are feeding. <laughs> a lot of guys are feeding over it. And then at the same time, it was one time I was at the store. I'm at the store and I'm just trying to get some groceries and everything real quick. Yeah. Out of nowhere, uh, store clerk and uh, I've seen this so many times. Every time I've been to the store, so many times, she always be looking at me and just like, mm, mm, mm. At, at all times, I just never ever really pay attention. I'm like, look, I'm just trying to get in and out. Like, I appreciate you they, that look good and everything. And you want me to stuff, but I'm like, all right, I've got to go. I don't, I don't have, I, I would, yeah, I would definitely want to, but I don't need to at the same time. I don't need to just holler at you. I don't need to get your number, all this stuff. And I finally recently did it. I'm like, why did I really do that? Did I really need that? Man, it's that momentary high that yeah. you're talking about. 
It's just momentary things. And it's quick. It's yeah. done. One thing, I mean, I think it's just a sucker is going to try to play the game, try to, ooh, man, I got to, I got to buy the cat and things of that nature. Like, I leave telling my doing this fragrance stuff really can sabotage you because, like, yeah. I'll never forget. There was, make Trey may remember this story. Part of us with this whole fragrance startup was we were approaching buku amounts of women, you know, trying to get them to do impressions of us, of the samples of the fragrances and things of that nature. So meet some really great women who gave us a lot of insightful stuff and even hey start up your own line hey y'all have cars y'all have this so you have that but then you also meet the other side of the spectrum where it's like oh yeah man you guys are really going to be tapping into a great opportunity if you just market to women because guys are simps so all you got to do is just give it to a girl to promote and then guys will buy it just because i'm like uh, damn like shit. but then at the same time she, she wasn't wrong because i'm like yeah. i can i can see where she's coming from with that then she talked uh, about you know starting her OF and she's like, man, I started this and you know I started this two months ago and now I made this much money. Yeah, yeah, it, was, it was crazy. Man, you know, I still like. And well, the whole thing was, yeah, if you want to pay me and then I'll do this and I'll do that and I'm just like, good luck with you. Good luck to you, baby. Straight up, I was like, I ain't, <laughs> I ain't the dudes that are worse than you all online. Like I don't care. Look, it's nice to look at, but like. Yeah. You look great. Nah, yeah, you you got to think about how you're going to have your mindset in five to six months. Like how you, this is what I've learned. I've seen a lot of women be in relationships in the last year mm-hmm. and got out of a relationship. And I've seen a woman act very, conducted herself in the relationship as soon as she got up. Mm. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, well, you really like this or are you just doing this because of me? Because the, the relationship wasn't going to work anyways if you're doing it for me. And if your morals and values wasn't already aligned with this. So now you're getting off of a relationship, but you turn around and you show your butt, you do this. Of course a guy's going to say, I want that. Yeah. Like that's what we like as men. It's just like you guys like a nice got good body. Women, men like bodies. So that's the first thing we're gonna go into is looking at attractions and bodies and all this. Thanks. So like once that happens, it's what more do you have? It depends on the guy you're talking to. You're coming to people like us. Okay, you look good. You passed that first test. Now I talk to you. You talking to me about oh guys ain't this, guys ain't that. My last relationship. Oh my god. Have a nice day. Cool. Now you're okay. Now you're okay. Okay. This is <laughs> doing too much. I'm out. So it's like it depends who you're talking to, and I think women catch on quick though. If you are that type of guy. And they're like, well, I'm sorry, but if they do it consistently and not even know they're doing it anymore, I can tell they're not healed. And they're just trying to tell themselves that they're healed. And yeah. they're like, yeah, I got to see how I can get my way out of that. And that's just where I was at when I was single. And then I think everyone is, when you're dating them, and they're going to come with some damage baggage that you need, that you thought you could catch. A lot of, <laughs> uh, and a lot, and a lot of them will at the same time. I'll say that for sure. Like, um... Recently, yeah, mine, she kind of did. And like, you know, I caught that. But like, you know, at the same time when I was with her, it's like, there was a lot of things that she had brought that was immaculate and that I never thought, to be honest, coming from my family at the same time, I never thought I would ever be in a relationship that long in my life, mm-hmm. ever in my life until she came around and changed that. And those aspects that she had brought, it's something that's very irreplaceable that I will, it's not irreplaceable, it's just like I 
I don't see myself like you know taking a, a chick seriously for a long time until they show me because you had good yeah until like, they show me that like look you gotta show me that and I myself I've learned from what I had at the same time like, okay yeah I know exactly what I need now I ain't doing none of this stuff no, I'm not doing this my thing it's crazy because like for me I guess I'm, I'm wired differently from the standpoint even the interaction I appreciate the experience of dating like mm-hmm. and that's what kind of makes it different I think going back to what's bouncing out like I look back at it Every chick I've dated, I've always said, no matter whether I date them or not, I just want them to be a better person when we need this like dating experience. Or mm-hmm. we take it, if we take it to, if we take it all the way, then by all means, that was the person I was going to be. With. But like, mm-hmm. I'm not the type where when I stop dating someone, it's beef. It's beef. Man, oh. I, want you, I want you to suffer. Now nah, you gonna come no. out and say, hey, who like, you know, um, first first chick I dated, I think she does stuff for nursing now. Second chick, uh, they, honey, they're all. They're all doing fine and they're doing well for themselves and providing themselves. That's I'm great. Like, that's, that's all love. That's good. I'm glad yeah, that they're all right. thriving. You yeah. know, I'm not the type, man. Nah, man, I gotta get revenge on that. I'm like, look, you tell me what I needed to learn. I took the experience for what it was, and that's made me a better person. That's me. I was able to say, okay, I learned this. None of this is right. This is humbling. I'm humbling myself, and that goes to being able to look in the mirror, of like, all right, this is what went well. This is what didn't go well. Mm-hmm. This is what you were able to do. And now, first off, now you know how to deal with the person. Now you know how to interact with a person who has that background. Yeah. I always say the, the best advantage I have is that I've talked to them from all different types of settings. I've seen every experience. So now I know how to handle it. Does it mean that my way is going to work with every woman? No. no. Does it mean every woman is going to be 100%? Why don't we know? But I know I can, I can look at dating with a pure lens knowing hey i'm not gonna take it personally i'm not gonna be spiteful and for that i can just stay and be 100 percent locked in on who i'm with right uh a mentor of mine was like like he's like hey you don't lust like a young person does like mike why why like man truth be told i was giving the game too early in life so now i'm all about being locked in and finding the right one going back to what trace says like it's about finding someone who's compatible and then the lust will come after I know she's the one, or after I know, hey, this is really somebody I'm down for, mm-hmm. you know, but not, I don't lust first, since I'm saying, man, I'm looking at the body first, no, the body gets you in the door, but then I want to go straight to what, what is your mind, what is your life, what is your vision. The lust comes after, I, that, that's how I look at it, and people look at me crazy who I've talked to, and I even tell my girlfriend, I'm like, I'm not with you for your body, like, if, if I get turned on by a conversation in a deep intellectual mm-hmm. conversation. Like oh, if God, we can sit amazing. here some days and we didn't we plan on watching the TV show and we what we did was we blew up an air mattress in our living room sometimes and then it's big enough to fit on our couch. Yeah. So some days we can just be in the living room, that's like a big old bed. And it's like if we some days want to watch TV, do that, but some days you want to do that and then you go into a deep conversation, drink some wine and just talk for two or three hours. <laughs> to me, that lust comes after like, ooh, yeah. we have a deep talk, we talk about life, we elevate it. Now I'm about to say yes. I'm like, damn, hold on, wait a minute. You just got a whole two hour 
conversation. Lean back real quick. We're going to holler at you real quick. Hey, right, hey, let's go. Hey, you want to start, you want to start courting her all over again because like not only is your body beautiful, but your respect is so much. It's your mind. It's amazing. Man, that's, that's the best part. That's a nice part. When they got both, that, that's a tough thing to find. Man. Like, a woman whose body is just as beautiful as mine, or her mind is just as beautiful. That guy sad. Man, <laughs> you, you can't find that everywhere. Like, man. Man, anyway. Man, y'all got me sad now. <laughs> nah, man, because it's all—it's all. We all know what it is, and yeah. you know, we're all gonna find our our one luck money. Yeah, man. Stay the course. Rest of us, you know, the rest of us, and the rest of the families all gonna find our, our one. The main thing is just hold yourself accountable. But fellas, I mean, great episode one to start off the new season and wrap up. But uh, what's y'all's final message just for this episode? This, this first off, we're gonna start with Travis being a new addition, bro. <laughs> What's your, what's your first message, man? Your first, last message? I want to say my my message, man, is to have a, give an impact to somebody. Like, have be an impact on somebody's lives. Don't just be a hindrance. Just, like, you know, if you want to actually give, like, if you want to actually make a change, make a change in somebody else's life. Make a change within yourself. Don't be a, don't be a, um, what is that? Like, not um, a hobo. Don't be a hobo. Don't be just a, a person that who's just, like, a hindrance in somebody's life. Be somebody have have an impact on somebody's life. Yeah, I just say growth. Honestly, like continue to grow. I'm in the I'm in the season of growth, and everybody in my circle that I'm with, I see that they're growing in their season. They're watering their flowers, and they're continuing to go. Um, if you're running into like a bump in the road, that happens. It's just a matter of can you keep going, and can you figure out the key pieces and what's really important because um i've been seeing a lot of misled young individuals misled older individuals ladies and males and we all got to get back on track Ovi said something beautiful offline he said everybody thinks it's a competition at the end of the day it's never a competition unless you make it a competition so the people who are doing that that are on that level of high status y'all need to look yourself in the eyes People who are under them don't think of them as superheroes. All of us are human beings just trying to make it and trying to get a dollar and make sure our families have something to eat, live, and do what we call life. So my my subject line is growth. <laughs> Impact growth. Obi. I'll say my subject line, I, I would just say, man, is uh, wisdom. You know, just seek out wisdom. Uh, you know, and just continue to learn, you know, learn yourself first and foremost because it's your life and it's your impact, it's your legacy that you're start, uh, you're thriving and you're starting to try to build up. You know, all of us have something that we can bring to this world, you know, so figure out what that is and, and tap into it, hone into it, find your purpose and let your purpose breathe life into others. That's what I've always said, that's what I've always believed and that's what I'm going to continue to preach and that's, that's it. That's it. That was a great first episode. Back. Uh, back, <laughs> back season three. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's only just the beginning for sure. Uh, you can catch this episode YouTube, Spotify, all your listening platforms. And uh, we also have Spotify for podcasters. Check out there. Subscribe to us. Give us a five star review and help us really be able to boost this whole message to the rest of the world and let us go. Because for insight isn't just the podcast, but it's a movement. Uh, you can follow me at obi.mike56 on Instagram as well as the 4insight page. Follow Trey and I's more lit, more lit perfumes as well. We're getting that launched and then also you got my fragrance blog, my fragrance mentor. So yeah, we got more tags. I want to take us up the line real quick. Yeah, man. just you know, I don't got all them tags. <laughs> 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 that, that, that,
that shows you the growth of his uh his tags from season two to season three. But just y'all keep following me on Instagram, London underscore Ogletree. Um, I'm not promoting my meal prep too much anymore, but that is still available if you do need some food. I do cook, but when I get my house, which is very soon, mm-hmm. um, I'm thinking about launching it back up. So follow taste underscore of underscore home uh, as well. And if y'all want some meals, reach out to me as well. So Hey, but one time, bro, clap up the man with the house, bro. Congratulations. Um, y'all can follow me on Instagram, LaShawn, L-A-S-H-A-W-N dot 116. That's my personal Instagram. Y'all follow me on there if y'all want to see more gems a little bit. And also, I got a page my homeboy, me and Pat Martin, um, doing our God Body page. If you ever want to come get that God Body, you know, actually work out your mind, spiritual, and physical mindset, then come on through. It's that page that got that God Body. Y'all come check us out. Hey, we appreciate all of you guys listening to me, and we'll catch y'all next time. Feet on the ground with a proof you wrong mindset. I'd rather go out on my sword to have my mind tap. The ones with eyes can never see, I make the blind clap. I'm bringing back that type of sound that wants to find rap. Divine rap, homie.